somebody said I was blinging her back to school tonight. You know that. What? I guess the next day when she went back to school, like all the seniors was coming up to her like, Doughboy's your dad. Oh, man, oh, that's really? cool. So she's like hecka popular now. It's always a little uh, disappointing when they see you get in your car. I mean, one time I went and picked her up from school, they were like, what kind of car you got? A Bugatti, a Bento, <laughs> sitting on Lorenzo's? Not a Honda. <laughs> it was a sedan. Get your weekly dose of R&R, What up? This your boy, Dope Boy. And Kev on stage. Hey, and this H. is another installment of Started Off to the Right. Righteous and Ratchet. Kevin just got Lasix and his eyes are fixed now and he ain't got to wear contacts and he got new eyes. <laughs> he got new, he got eyes. new headlights. Let me tell you what, though. What's up? That Lasix. But before we get into that, <laughs> shout out to the right. Pat. Right, Pat. The Patreon family is now watching this. This is Friday. Patron. El patron. Friday the 6th, 7th. El Familia del Patron. And we're shooting this Friday the 6th and we're shooting this. The Patreons are watching us now because they have signed up and you can do the same. So go to RighteousAndRatchet.com. You can join for as low as $5 a month. You can watch live bonus footage. You get discounts, merch. We'll be talking. We shot episodes. a bonus episode just now. We were just talking and about. And then in between then, we were just chopping it up. We've been live sharing oh. for two hours. Oh, yes. We've been live for two hours. There's 240 and people the, in this. And the Patreon family, they know all about it. Double the Righteous, double the Righteous. So if you would like to be a part that please join us but shout out to yo el familia del patron let's get into the proceedings this evening kevin got some new eyes man so i had lasik surgery done yesterday mm -hmm. it's something i've been thinking about for a long time why like because it was do you like get uncomfortable wearing glasses and contacts mainly because i i wasn't taking my contacts out that can hurt your eyes right yes i i had the sleep in ones Mm -hmm. that are designed to be like you can sleep in for a day or two okay two weeks Oh. Three weeks. Oh. And I just take them out and throw them away. But see, that's that's why I would never wear condoms because I'd probably have mine in for a year and a half and be like, <laughs> no. I just fall out. So the last time I went to the doctor, the eye doctor to get my prescription up, she was like, have you been taking your contacts out? I was like, yes, no. So, she was like, your eyes are really dry. Like you really have, you, I had to put artificial tears in and this is where I knew I messed up. She had given me something to put in my eyes and since it was the, the thing was bigger than 3.4 ounces and we were on tour. She poured 3.4 ounces in your no, eyes? No, 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 no. The thing that I was supposed to put in my eyes was bigger than 3.4 ounces. So I couldn't take it on the plane. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I just didn't transfer it to nothing, so I just didn't do it. What, so, what, 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 what are you doing? I'm sleeping. Like, I'm sleepy. It's a major malfunction. Yes. So you did this to you? Yes. Finish so in order to take LASIK, to do the consultation, you have to take your glasses out, or your contacts out for three days. So I took them out for like five days. And apparently my eyes created more natural moisture that you need to. So I'm sitting up in the doctor's office and they go through the whole thing. This is how they get you. The consultation's free, right? <laughs> Which is just like, they take one scan of each eye mm-hmm. and they're like, well, to do the full consultation, it's gonna be 200. Mm-hmm. And if you decide to actually go through with it, they add that to your bill. So I'm like, man, I'm here. Which I thought, that's why I was here. Not oh, for so this one... wasn't like a planned thing that you had from like months mm-hmm. ago. You just went in there. Was like, I just oh, went to the consultation me. and after I did it, and they, they showed me what happened, which is freaking crazy. What? What they do is... Oh, man. They And I have the video. I've seen a video of it. I, I have my LASIK video. They took a video of it. I don't know if I want to... You have it? it? Yeah, I have it on my Can phone. Can I see I'll it? Show you. Yeah. Should, should we share it with the right back? Sure. They cut... Like, the area you put your contacts on, they cut your cornea. They cut your eye? They cut your eye with a small knife. 
they pull the flap back. So when they do all the consultation, they take all these measurements of your eye. So what they're really doing is programming the laser so that if you do decide to do LASIK, all the information is already there. So when I finished the consultation, they already had how they could correct my eyes. Okay. So they, they, they put these little clips in your eye. Oh no. So you didn't go to sleep when this happened? No, they numb your eyes. So first, so first, they numb my eye. How do they, right? hold on, how, how do they numb Eye drops. Your, oh, I thought they put drops. a needle in your eye. Uh, I was about to be like, bro, I would have drops that numb your eye, right? Oh. And then there's another eye drop is like, kind of like iodine, another eye drop is artificial. There's like eye dropping like They don't crazy. hurt? They hurt. So that's the thing. So when I'm walking, they're like, are you ready for the surgery? I was like, yeah. So like, open your eyes. When I opened my eyes, it was stinging like crazy. So I'm like, yo, hold up, hold up. This oh, after they did the surgery? No, no, no. Oh, before before they, I even went to the surgery. So after they put the drops in? Yes. Okay. I'm like, because it, it's supposed to be numb by now. But it wasn't. They're like, are your eyes okay? Like, no, nah, these steam. Like, oh, we'll just numb them up again. So they numb them up again. And the second time I open my eyes, it's clear. So my whole time, I'm asking the doctor, like, yo, how many people go blind? Like, what happens? And they're very like, He's done like he had done like sixty five thousand uh, Lasix. How many people went blind? No, nobody's ever went blind. Oh. He said. And also, what they do, they had pictures of like Tom Brady in there, like signed. And I was like, oh, did they get Lasix in here? And they're like, no, we can't say who got Lasix. We're just Patriots, but they just been in here. <laughs> and I realized how much celebrity endorsement helps. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, all these athletes, Manny Ramirez, Tom Brady, all these LA athletes are pictures in there. Apparently, this is a guy have been doing this since like 1991. Got it. So just seeing that other people had done it mm -hmm. was like, okay, a little freeing. Um, but like, I, hold I, on, man, I'm telling okay, you. Okay. You keep asking me questions. We supposed to be working on not talking over each other because mm -hmm. they are so mad in our video. You like took over Trevor. You took over Trevor. You forget what you were saying. Oh, yeah. Get back to no, it. No, I'm not. <laughs> so they flip your eyelid down. Not your eyelid. You, they flip your cornea down. And your cornea is... It's like the... Like the... It's that, it's it's, that clear layer that's yeah. on, that sits on top. It's the one that's that like a contact would sit on top of. Yes. They flip that down and the laser is basically like. Did it hurt? No, your eyes are numb. So here's you, the part you, you heard it? Yes. Oh my. Here's so the part you that's scary. Asleep. Hold on. No, boy, I done told you three times I wasn't asleep. <laughs> but here's the part that was scary. Mind you, I'm terrified I'm gonna go blind. Right. Like I'm literally like, man, I wanna, like before I'm in there, like it's funny because like, when I decided to do it, I was like, when can I do it? And they're like, well, you can do it today. And I was like, <laughs> today? Right. I'm like, you sure? And they're like, yeah, we got room. So apparently a lot of people are like that. They're called fast trackers. People have been thinking about it for a while, and once they're sure, they're sure. I didn't think they was going to say today. Right. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. And I text my wife, and she's like, you doing it? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Because he hopped in the group chat, like, yeah, no, I got a surgery. like, were you planning a surgery? No, 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 because no. he had been <laughs> talking about the consultation for like a week and a half, and I remember even like this past week <laughs> when uh, – when we were talking about it and Kev's like, yeah, I think if they say they could do the same day, I'm going to do it. And then the whole time Liz is like, like, like. You've been saying that forever. Because I've been talking about LASIK for years. We're very much the same like that. Like, we'll once go I'm back and forth. But once you're there, it's like, let's go right now. So here's the thing, though. <laughs> so while I'm waiting, I'm like, because they had me in there waiting for a minute. And then uh -huh. I'm just like, don't do it. This is the Holy Ghost. And I'm like, <laughs> no way. I told, I was like, is that the Holy Ghost? Is this just no, me? It's you. <laughs> <laughs> so right after that happened, the doctor came in, are you ready? I was like, y'all better have been ready. Woo. So here me tell you the scary part. Okay. Because the whole time I'm scared I'm going to go blind. Right. Like, I'm just, I don't care what y'all tell me. The first case of blindness is going to be me if anybody <laughs> goes blind. So they tell me everything about the surgery except this one part. The first thing they do on your eye, they cover it, it blocks your vision. So I didn't know that. And they didn't mention that. So they pushed the thing over my eye and oh, like stare at the red dot. Jesus. And I'm staring at it. And I'm like, oh, snap. Because there's like six white lights around it. So all of a sudden, the three white lights start going dark. 
And, and you I'm think like, you oh, are yeah. watching yourself lose your life? I feel oh, like because my other eye was God. was was taped shut. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, these three went dark. Okay, maybe it's just a thing. Maybe it's just a thing. Then four. Next thing you know, five and six are dark. Then all the whole image suddenly starts going black, and I'm like, I'm going blind. And this is why I didn't want to. Do Did it. you think to save the other no. eye? So no, I said, hey, 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 uh, guys, <laughs> it's going dark. It's going dark. I'm like, oh yeah, this is fine. This just obstructs your vision. I was like, yeah. Don't nobody want to tell me that. Who said that? Come here. Y'all show me all these videos and stuff that happens. Nobody thought to say, oh, they knew that you the would do first this. Thing, I would, I mean, at least if they told me, I would have known. Been ready for You'd have been expecting it. Right. Not so thinking first, I'm lose, watching myself lose it. That I feel like I'm just like, well, I wanted to go to Thailand. Like, go see the kids and no more. It was the first eye. So my first thought is like, left eyes are cool. I just, I'm just, <laughs> obviously they're going to stop and realize I'm blind. <laughs> and I'm going to just be like, well, I'm just left eye Jones. I'm going to be like Romeo from Immature. I'm just going to wear a patch over the right eye. Snake Ricket. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm obviously blind. Right. So then, um, he pulls that thing off, and then my vision come back super blurry. And they literally, like, on the video, it's gross. You literally can see them, like, flip the flat back over, and he, like, smooths it down. You can feel him. It feels pressure, not like pain, but you can feel somebody like like, like that. Oh, right. so they nah, do both bro. of them. And I sit up, and, like, it's blurry. You got to, like. You, wait, wait, wait. Don't skip over. So what happened with the other eye? They just did the same thing? Yeah, but, but I knew once now. They, so now you know. So now, I know. So now you're not over And also, when out. they go to the other eye, uh, this one starts to come back. This one starts to come gotcha. back. Okay, it's gotcha. just super blurry. And stuff. It. Okay. So I go home, and I mean, you talk about like my vision. I mean, just tearing in and out, like water. Yeah, Melissa said you had to keep your eyes closed so I had long to keep you my fell asleep for four hours straight. <laughs> four, four, and you were up? No, I went to sleep. Okay. So that's the. They're like, look, the, the most important thing when you do this is you have to keep your eyes closed for four hours straight. Like you can open them to go to the bathroom. And like go down the stairs, but like like if you want to be good, keep them like uh, closed. So they gave me an Ambien. So she gave me a sandwich. I was like, "Can you order me a sandwich?" Because I'm gonna just try not. You out. ate the sandwich blind. I ate the sandwich <laughs> blind. And let me tell you, I was like daredevil. I was like, "You were like trying to condition yourself to like, well, this might be how it's gonna be, so I, I might like, as well." Well, since I'm blind now, I can taste. Oh, this this mushroom is from North Augusta, Georgia. And then, this the- cheese is from the shores of Patagonia, <laughs> right? So I take the Ambien and then I like knock out. And you I get to wear these. Quick? Yes. Okay. You got to wear these goggles over your eyes because if you like touch your eye by mistake right after within the four hours, you could like damage it forever. Really? So, yes. Yeah, so Why wouldn't they just keep you there? You can. They. You got to live they, your life. They got to go home. If it's they, only four it's hours, I say like it would make more no, sense. No, they just... want you to go to sleep because they're like the best thing you can do is go to sleep. Because you go to sleep, you're not going to be tempted over here. I personally think it would be smarter for them to just have people sleep there and they're no, like, all right, man, wake up and go. They got to get the next person in. This ain't good for business. You're yeah, taking a nap. So anyway, here's uh, the funny, sad part. So I come in and I'm knocked out. This morning, my wife tells me, she was like, man, your kids were freaked out. What? Because I'm at home at like 6.30. Right. And I'm gone. And I got these weird goggles oh, on. Oh, that must have just been She a- said JoJo came in and was like, because they didn't know I was having what? surgery. I prepped the kids for this, I, Kevin. I didn't know. They're coming over. You didn't, oh, no, you didn't no, put no, in the group no. chat? Like, he's never going to be able to see me again. <laughs> Dad, brush my beard. Brush my waist. Brush my waist. Just brush my face. She, she, said, my face. she <laughs> didn't even hit the group chat? She didn't tell the group chat. Jesus. So I come home. She was in the kitchen. She said JoJo came in there with his eyes water. Like, oh, bless his heart. Like, Have you? What's going on with my <laughs> boy? Daddy. She's like, oh, yeah, he had eye surgery. He's like, eye surgery? What? 
surgery. I don't think that that's that something you're supposed to just make go it, that do. That doesn't make in it hindsight, better. It's like hindsight. going to the mall and just getting a tattoo. Like, you weren't planning to get a tattoo. In hindsight, because Zay Zay had been telling me not to do it. He's like, man, don't do it, man. What if you're blind? No, but he researches, though. I don't know what yeah. I think it is. You know what I think it is? I think you knew you would have kept talking yourself out of Absolutely. it for whatever reason. So sometimes sometimes you Absolutely. gotta jump. And I knew I didn't have much to do today. Right. Like they were like they were like, you gonna be Kevin, good by the next day. How do you like, just do that with the off day? Uh, you know, I, I got some time to go. Get I've been my putting eyes it off, up. man. I went to the dentist. Oh. I mean, oh, I people go to lunch, go to the yeah, beach, yeah, you go to LASIK yeah, surgery. Man. I oh, had like dental. I had some serious dental work done, and then I had LASIK. This surgery. is why you need a break, Kevin. You know, <laughs> you don't get a, a half an evening break and go fix your headlights. <laughs> Jeez, I'm glad it, I'm glad it came through. So Zay Zay was worried too. They're like, I, man, I ain't gonna lie. I never I never articulate fear yeah. when it's for someone else because I don't ever want to put that in the air. But when we was going through in the text, I even saw I was like, even I was texting, I was like, is he high? That's like, why I was like, wait, he actually did it. I didn't it? even know you were going to do it. I was just like, I was googling like do people go blind, and then I realized, yeah, I was like, I want to be able to. He has to see me, man. Be like, man, what is this? This guy how I pay my bills, man. If he blind, come on, man. He can't see the internet. Won't be nearly as interesting. He won't be able to read his ads. Oh man, you can never read a timeline again. Oh man, right? That's why I was worried about. I was like, if I'm blind, that's it. I can't do my job no more. I can't do. I won't even be happy because I want to travel. I can't travel. I can't see nothing cool. I'm not motivated. Man, we take glasses. Man, I had, I didn't even know my vision was bad until I went to college. Because in high school, the classes are smaller, so mm -hmm. I can see the board. And I remember my first class in college, Kane Hall, I remember literally Psychology 101. I remember I was way back, because mm -hmm. there was no seats up front. My first day in college, and the dude, the, the professor is writing on an overhead and showed on the board, and I was just like, People can see that. <laughs> <laughs> this thing was blur. Really? City. And I was like, I I can't see this. So then I got glasses and then my vision just kept getting progressively worse. Like I used to be able to take them off and play basketball and not right. be affected. And then I couldn't see without them. Then my vision went from like negative uh, 0.5 to negative 1, 1.5. Like every time I went to the doctor, it was like at least a half a percent. Is that one in your family? I don't know, my real dad. Oh. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> no, I my mom or dad don't wear glasses. So this is like the first time in 15 plus years that you've been able to see this clearly with no assistance? Well, it doesn't feel much different because I wear contacts. So you always were time. able to see, but now you know you don't have contacts in and you can yes. see. Yes. Is it like having contacts in without right. having Right. Like how does yes. that? And are you out of the, the red zone for as far as any other the first mishaps? month, The first week they say is is your eyes are going to feel scratchy. Like when I woke up this morning, my eyes were all scratchy. And I was like, that's it. I'm never going to feel normal again. But I was reading on my aftercare stuff. And it was like the first week your vision. Gonna, like right now my vision is still kind of blurry. Like uh -huh. this light is kind of blurry. Like it goes in and out. up. <laughs> You got three chicken tenders. <laughs> so they tell me the first week is going to be blurry. Okay. Here and there. By a month, you shouldn't have no symptoms, but sometimes they. Well, shout out to you for, man, for getting take, through that. But next time, we Kevin. Take vision for granted. Practice some restraint. Crazy. We do. What restraint? You got that's a, that's a thought out decision, man. It's not a. Uh -huh. I thought about it. I've been thinking about it for year, literally years. I had my first consultation set for like 2016. I just kept missing them on purpose. I was like, if I go self-sabotage, I was too scared. I was like, if I go on the consultation, they're going to quell my I just was convinced I was going to go blind. And now you're good. And now I can see. And you didn't go blind. And well, now I don't have to, because the one thing that really sold me on it is the doctor was like, look, what you're doing with your contacts is more dangerous than LASIK. Like you keep leaving them in, you can like grow blood vessels in your eyes. Apparently there's no blood vessels in your eyes, but you're, you're like, the reason they need, need to take your contacts out is so your eye can breathe. Because mm. it stops the oxygen 
Usually when I first started contacts, I always took them out every night because I was terrified because all the posters they But it seems me. so hard to put them in and take them uh, out and clean dope. them. When I mean, I, like, that's such a little thing. They'd be like. Doe, when like, I first started, it used to take me like an hour. And my eyes would be because it's, it's unnatural to touch your eyes. Why would you just wear glasses? Because I didn't. I couldn't hoop in them. But you can't hoop with them. But at least I look better <laughs> with those glasses. I used to hoop. Because you beat me doesn't mean you're a good I player. I used to hoop. I was so good on JV. I was like, ah, ah, Todd. Why don't you just get like the Rick Mahorn glasses oh, with the drawstring? Horace Grant? Yes. Horace Grant had the goggles on. Hey, he hooped for real. Yeah. The goggles were big. Alfie's never really but, been having glasses. No, look at But and that's most of his uh, people are. He said, that, I was like, who does this? He was like, athletes, number one. Like, at, by far. Actors? Uh, no, athletes are number one. Military people are number two. Why? Because you don't really, you can't really scare the other side with glasses on. Like, damn. <laughs> But athletes, military, police, and then uh, and then actors and uh, actors and actresses. Wow. Yeah. And then Kevin's. So do you feel ultimately good Man, about it all? I feel better, but that that second when I, I thought watch I was blind, the, I absolutely want to watch gross. it. It's gross. Really? I'm it's lie. gross. Let's see it. You. They cut your eye. They cut it like with a scalpel. Did Liz like watch a, it? No. Oh yeah, yeah. I showed her this morning. Oh, so what man. if they cut it with like this? So like when they cut it like with like a piece of eye meat and they just like put it to the no, side? No, they just flap it. They don't cut it all the way around and take it off. They just cut it and flap it open. What type of like texture is our eyes? I'm figuring it's like different than every other texture in our body. Like our eyeballs. It's corn faculate. I don't know. All right. Well, glad they're okay. So my eyes are are really good now. And now you can really see. And speaking of seeing and seeing good quality, we all sell merch, you know. And so we know firsthand that when you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain, okay? But ShipStation has really made our lives easier. The great thing about ShipStation is it gives you analytics that really make selling online easier. We've used it for our merch and being able to clearly see how many orders have been sent out versus how many orders we have to send. I can see really clearly now. Really I helpful. didn't know how many orders were going or coming. But know. now with LASIK and ShipStation, I can see it. <laughs> ShipStation helps you get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. So no matter when, where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. You can even manage your orders from your cellular phone. Now, ShipStation works with all the major carriers including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now, any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. Mm-hmm. You'll always know what you're, they always you'll always know that you're getting the best deal. Yeah. Now, now listen to this. Mm-hmm. ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. Yeah. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Yeah. And right now, right now, this right now, mm-hmm. righteous and ratchet listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use promo code RR. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Just visit ShipStation, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in RR. That's ShipStation.com. Enter the promo code RR. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. I like the energy. Come on, man. We out here, man. That's a lot better. You 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 have stepped your game up. Yes. Because your reading in previous ads was abysmal. (laughs) Do you like it, D-Merch? I do. (laughs) Aya. Aya. Speaking of the Jay-Z deal in the NFL, Mm. we talked about this last episode, and we've talked about it like on the last couple episodes, but now all of the facts are out. So we have factual 
things to ask, tangible things that we can yes. speak about with the, okay, so the details, so basically the details of the uh, the NFL deal that, that, JC, that Jay-Z set with the NFL was announced. And essentially, <laughs> I set it up. I just didn't set it up. The thing funny. about Jay Z, <laughs> NFL football players, Jay Z, ain't different than Jay Z. I felt it. Then I felt the looks. So I was just like, Jay Z, not Jay Z. So the thing is, that NFL football player, football. I like it very much. Jay Z, not Jesus Christ. I know. Okay, hold on a second. We're talking about Mister. Oh, so, I'm so professional. Cause man, I'm trying to like up my level of professionalism. Okay. I don't need this from y'all. But oh. don't, don't lose your part that makes you you. <laughs> okay. All right. So now with the deal. Basically, what happened? There are two nonprofit groups that they chose to give money to. So this is the first. This is their. So Jay Z is supposed to help the NFL make the right choices on mm-hmm. what to do with their social justice fund. Exactly. They set up this social justice fund at the tail end of last season, mm-hmm. and they said, "Hey, we messed up. We wanna we wanna start doing this right." But apparently, they had only given out a million dollars so far. Mm-hmm. Jay Z, part of his deal, was supposed to help. I'm gonna them help you direct where these funds go. Direct these funds and then vet the people who receive them. Right. And ergo, the problem. Okay. So One the of groups, the people, the, be- the the two groups were called the Better Boys Foundation, uh, Family Services, and the Crushers Club. Uh, one of these groups, believe it's the Better Boys Foundation. Is, no. Oh, wait. The Crusher's one? Club. Crusher's Club is an all lives matter. So here's the, here's the thing about Crusher's Charity. Club. There's a lot of tweets people picked up on. Mm-hmm. One of her biggest egregious mistakes that people are upset about, mm-hmm. she was taking kids in Chicago and cutting their hair and saying, cutting their dread, their locks, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. cutting their locks, and that was supposed to be symbol- symbolic of a change in their life. Like, I don't want to I don't want to do this life no more, so cut my locks, mm-hmm. and that's gonna, you know, it's gonna be like my interchange. Right. You know, kind of like when people join the military, they give you the buzz cut, and thing. it's like right. symbolic of, your, of their thing. Get you. So people called her out on that. Like, mm-hmm. bro, that's part of our culture, part of our heritage and stuff. And then she hit them with the, I don't see color. Ugh. I don't see race. Oh. I just know these kids want to, and apparently she said only two of the kids ever did this and she cut both of the hair, and then she had this smug look on her face. She's like, "Me, we cut the kids' is hair." Why, is this, this, a, this is a white woman? Okay. Uh, and so then, the image of a white woman cutting off a, a black kid's locks, right. And saying, "This is the beginning part of your change." Why is that even ha- like? I, because that was. I like, mean, I know, I'm but it's just, yeah, okay, but okay. So here's my thing that I think is interesting. Jay Z's involvement was supposed to, from the NFL's point of view, give them a shield. Mm-hmm. And take the spotlight off of them. And I think this made. And, I think this had the opposite effect. And they effect. turned the spotlight into a microscope. It's I don't even know just, who they had to go back on this Crusher Club's Twitter account years to find these tweets. She had All Lives Matter. She had a whole bunch of black kids in uh, uh, police wear. Like, right. what you need to do is become a cop. You make seventy k a year incarcerating the bad guys. People were mad at that this, on Facebook. She she just had a lot of bad responses. And then there was this. Now, I don't know if we could throw this in and post, but when you when you told me about it and you told me what he said, I was like, he couldn't have said it like Jay-Z? that. Jay-Z? Yes. And then I heard it and I was just like, oh. Oh, yeah. So he he had an interview and Jay-Z, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase and we might be able to put the whole thing in here. He essentially said, well, you have, you know, young black men and they're chilling in the house. There's no father. So there's no, you know, there's no guidance. You know, you don't respect authority. You go out to the to the, to the outside. You see the police. You're like, hey man, you can't tell me nothing. Forget you. Mm-hmm. And kind of like equivalent, like that's why black men get mur- like I. 
I, it's I don't. A fa- it's a false equivalency and a fallacy at best. It's it's. I I feel I I don't. Jay Z has been famous for a very long time. Twenty twenty five. My whole life. Very well spoken. I just like. don't understand how this. Why he would say that? Like, and I was looking for maybe what he was trying to say. For one. All black men don't grow up without their father, and to He's hear a like, black man say that was just—it stung. Like, what? Apparently, why are you st- say these? St- <laughs> like, why? Why are you say these? Like, statistically, more black fathers are in their kids' lives than other races. Statistically, right. so for him to even just say it as a blanket statement about black people, and we get so offended when white people say stuff like that. Yeah. Like, should we be offended that a black man well, said that? He, Jay, he's just—he's just wrong. Think about <laughs> a couple of the cases. Tamir Rice, right. He, the police pulled up and shot him in less than six seconds. There's no chance to even respect authority. The reason black people are mostly upset about our deaths at the hands of police, Mm -hmm. because in most of the cases, we are being compliant. Right. And are still getting shot. Right. Jordan Edwards was shot, Mm -hmm. uh, or or maybe not Jordan Edwards, I think his first name was Jordan though. He shot in a Walmart. He had a toy gun in the Walmart. You have um, uh, Walter Scott, was Walter Scott running away, running away shot from the back, police. shot in the right. back from police. You have right. uh, or the Eric dude that was Garner. in the car, the guy that was in the car, like he doesn't have a gun, he's F- not resisting. Philando Castile so was that- literally on tape doing everything you say, and Eric Garner. These people are not. And then on the flip side of that, you mm-hmm. have that white dude. I don't know if you saw this video last week. White dude had killed a couple people, and the cops were chasing him around in a taser. And then you have white kids. Who shoot up schools? And they go. And they get arrested, they, they, taken to Burger King, and that's what people are mad about. I, that that's that's further. It couldn't be further from the truth. I I never just make your money and shut up. Just bro, I because I, I just don't understand what is the angle here for Jay. He and, and we had been we had been praising Jay like, yo, he sent legal help for me. He got twenty one Savage out. But what are you talking like? He and that was the first time. Jay Z is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Business, that was the man. first time. It felt like he was out of touch with what's going on to make a statement. Yeah. Jay Z. And here's the thing I think you can like a person and an artist Mm -hmm. and call them out on a mistake. Right. Janelle Monet said something about Popeyes. She equated, like, if y'all can stand, paraphrasing, Mm -hmm. y'all can stand in line for Popeyes. Wish we could do that to vote. And Mm -hmm. people were like, Janelle. If it were as easy to register to vote <laughs> as it was to get that ticket, don't you think more people would do it? Right. There's voter suppression. There's this and that. People got to take off from work. You can get a chicken sandwich in five minutes. Right. And you know what she did? You know what, guys? You're right. I apologize. I'm not expecting celebrities to be blameless. Mm-hmm. I what I don't like is where people are like. Um, well, he did all this stuff. JG could have done a lot of stuff right, and he has done a lot of stuff right. That doesn't mean he's right on this. Right. And there, I think he can be wrong on this, and we're okay to call him out and be like, "Bro, this this don't look good." From from the moment this was announced, mm-hmm. it everything does. And if, the thing about the the Crusher Club thing, this is the one that you said you vetted. But see, and this is this is the thing. This is this is the biggest inherent I have, the biggest inherent problem I have with this say, entire situation. You better say it. Better accept, you right. better do something with inherent. This is the problem that I have with boycotts. I feel, and I, this is how they're set up. I feel that now, the whole reason why Colin Kaepernick gave up his career and what he was fighting for, now it's just 
an afterthought. And now it's, yeah. we're talking about everything else but what that man sacrificed to try to make change for. And I it's feel like- It's called co-opting the movie. It's like, bro, like he, and that's the thing, I, I really like felt bad for Colin Kaepernick this morning because I was like, man, this is a dude that has been playing football his entire life and at the height of the prime of his career decided to say, look, I'm going to do something to use my platform. And then he lost his job, like millions of dollars in what he loves to do. And then to have somebody else basically just come in like, oh, watch out. Like, and Jay-Z was calling people out for working with the NFL, all this other stuff. Now you take over. Now it's just like, I feel so, I feel the worst for Colin. Cause I'm like, he didn't give up all that, all of this, just for you to come and give them the pass and now start doing this. But here's the truth on the other side of that. Even though Crusher Club has that uh, bad taint, the other, uh, the other um, group that they gave money to, mm -hmm. they don't seem to have any negativity. Cool. Uh, the, the first one you named, uh -huh. I forgot the name. Oh no, I can get the name back. Uh, but the point is, even through all this mess, mm -hmm. at least some people who are really doing the work that needs to be done in our community, mm -hmm. and I'm not even saying Crusher Club's all bad. Right. Because some of the kids seem to be looking like, man, this is cool. Like, she might be off base in some things, but you don't, I don't know if she's completely, like, completely malicious. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, she has some tweet that, like, we need Trump to fix this. And people are like, come on, this is who y'all pick. Mm -hmm. But uh, the other group seems to be cool. And that's my hope, that even if there's some bad, and Jay-Z seems this, at least hopefully some of that money goes to real groups that are doing real work and they can now do what they need to do to help kids in the community. Right. And if, if it takes some of this stuff, like at least Colin's whole thing was not for not. Right. He, he, and in some ways it looks like he's a, I don't want to say the word martyr because he's not dead, but mm -hmm. when you try to bring change, it often costs you the biggest sacrifice. Mm. Martin Luther King, he had to lose his life, right. you know, and you know what I'm saying? So a lot of times the person who stands up first mm -hmm. never gets to reap the benefits of what they stood up for. Right. And, and that's a risk they're willing to take. And that's what I feel like the problem with the NFL wasn't Colin Kaepernick's kneeling. Mm -hmm. They weren't to blame until he didn't get a job because he knelt. Right. If the NFL would have just been like, if somebody just hired him and, and move on, NFL would have been blameless in this. They have a lot of blood on their hands for other stuff, but they would have been blameless in but this But do thing. you think, do, do you, I mean, do you really feel like when it happened, do you feel like all the like league owners just was on some click stuff, like do not get his dude a job? No, He's, no, no, I don't think so. Because like the Ravens, what the Ravens uh, worked him out. Right. And then they were just like, there was a whole big uproar right. and it was the fans. It was a lot of fans that were like, he, you know, he's not for police. I'm, mm. I'm going to boycott. And right. the NFL thinks, okay, all these people who are going to boycott who buy tickets and buy merch and buy beer, if they're talking about not coming, now bringing him in hurts my bottom line. And, and that's what happened. I don't know if they said let's all not hire him mm. but uh, the Ravens did that mm. and then the other owners see that and they're like oh snap I'm not even going to work him out right because now they, I don't have they to got they got all this flack from just a bingo the Seahawks had looked at him for a second mm -hmm. and I you know a Seahawks fan they there's a lot of rumbling because there's a lot of red red state type of people in mm -hmm. every state right like in Seattle it's all blue and liberal mm -hmm. and but there's a lot of farm country in Washington right there's a lot of bars there's a lot of meth there's a lot of people who are not, you know, blue, they're not liberal leaning. Right. So those people are loud and mm -hmm. they go to NFL games. Like you go to NFL games, you don't see a whole bunch of black people there. At least in Seattle, you oh, don't. Well, you see the black people on the field. The, the fans is, is other people. So the NFL, those teams that looked at them saw us losing money and that's how they decided. Now, and, and just to just ask the question, so is that wrong from a business standpoint to do that? To be, I mean, does it make them like, 
culpable to be like, you're a person I'll boycott because of that moral decision that you did that I don't agree with. But is it just really just a business decision? Like, yo, this guy, yeah, he's a, he's a decent quarterback, but I'm gonna have a deal with all this backlash. I'd just rather not. Is that where you think the the boycott's coming from? Like, too many of y'all think like that, so we're not rocking with none of y'all? Uh, people who are don't want to watch the NFL? Pe- yes, the people yeah, that... Okay, yeah. so, so, so and it looks like the league decided together to collude right. against him. They actually lost the loss, or they settled the lawsuit because of that. Right. So it looks like, bro, y'all weak off that. And it, my thing is, whether you bo- for me, I, 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 it ain't, I, it just ain't cool. Right. There's too much stuff about it, and that... Player safety, mm-hmm. domestic abuse on women. Like I was just, I, I, you had a, a laundry been list cool. of things, bro. I've been on Premier League soccer, really, mm-hmm. it's really yeah. been... And it's, you know, it's amazing. And I, I know we got to move on. Mm-hmm. Here's something I think is really interesting okay. about the way algorithms and stuff works. Mm-hmm. So I started watching Premier League soccer, and I mean, I started getting into soccer unrelated to any of this. Okay, just because my son was good at soccer, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to properly cheer because I don't know what's happening. All I know is score goals. Then there's like offsides and crosses and all this. I'm spacing. Yeah, I don't know how they get penalty. I don't know nothing. So I start buying soccer jerseys. I'm about to support you. Start doing research, all this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. I start YouTubing soccer Mm -hmm. and watching a whole bunch of soccer videos. Guess what comes up on my YouTube all the time now? What? More suggested soccer videos. And you be watching them? Yes. The algorithm, and it's like, such a really popular sport. There'll be way more people at soccer games than football games. It's globally, it's not even close. Because Americans are not good on that level, we don't care about it, right? Because we hoop mm-hmm. and we play football, right? But globally, the biggest superstars and the most well-paid athletes of all time are soccer players, and it ain't even. I'm and talking they ain't got about them salary caps. You could just pay them whatever. Two hundred twenty right. million. <sighs> Neymar, I think, was two hundred and twenty. Million M's? dollars. It's the most. No, no euros. Which two hundred and twenty million euros? How many U.S. dollars is that? More than two hundred and twenty euros. Their dollars than weighted dollar. heavier. I think their dollars, their dollars, like thirty percent more than ours. So he's getting paid. Mm-hmm. He's having a great life. He's having great sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's me. <laughs> and that's important because Lola, which is a female-founded company offers a whole line of great products for women. Mm. They have organic cotton tampons, tampons, pads, liners, and sex products too. Oh, Lola is known for his line of period products, maybe organic cotton, but those sex products, that's what I want. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Lube is important. You just gotta make sure the situation is smooth selling. You want a lube that's not sticky or a weird fragrance and not made with a whole bunch of chemicals. And that's what Lola is. Lola's got a personal lubricant system that's amazing. It's mess-free, one-click pump system. Because you know sometimes you can, you can, you're in the middle with the other hand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got to get the, I gotta get the one click. I got to get the click, click. Then I lube it up and then I put it in. They got water-based lubricant made with aloe vera. It's made without parabens, petrochemicals, glycerin, or fragrance. The Sex by Lola line is available for subscription. So everything's conveniently delivered on your ideal personal schedule. You know your cycle. Yeah, 21 days, it'd be like, yo, what up? Yo, what up, yo, we in here though. What up with your inside? <laughs> gonna need me. You don't wanna have to worry about going to the store every time, it's gonna be right there. Boom. And then when your cycle over, and you got another situation happening, hey man, mm-hmm. you got Lola, <laughs> all right? And me and my wife have been using it. Uh-huh. It's quite all right, you feel me? Yeah. Ain't nobody's taken care of. Mm-hmm. So for 40% off of your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter RR uh-huh. when you subscribe. That's 40% off your first month subscription when you visit mylola.com slash RR. Uh-huh. Do what we say. 
Now, speaking of uh, number one comedians in the country that um, have been involved in serious accidents, mm. Kevin Hart. Um, now, this story is getting more and more it's a murky interesting. Sitch. It's a murky sitch. As time goes on. So first, I wanted to say, you know, because I know we always do our jokey transitions. For, so first off, from the podcast, prayers and well wishes to Hart and his family. We are wishing you a speedy recovery, brother. The game needs you. Love your stuff. So please get back Big to Big fan of so, yours. Yeah, so we're not here to make jokes about this, but we are here to talk about it because, oh, we're going to talk about it. Talk okay, about so it. now with Kevin Hart. So it was, it, was, it, was, it was revealed that he was in a car accident, mm-hmm. and it was a pretty serious car accident. Yes. The car had flipped over. You see the car. The you car see the pictures online. Mangled. It was just like, how did anybody even escape yes. that? So that was the thing, and it was like, hey, unfortunately, he was in a car. And then when the facts first came out, it was, hey, he was in a car. There were two other people in the car with him. Mm-hmm. He was not the driver. Well, Everybody first it okay. was he was the driver. Then it wasn't he was the driver. And then there was a 911 call. That's the, that's the, so that's the thing that just changed. So then now the, the 911 call has come in. It was from his wife. No. Yes. It was from his was wife. It? Yes. No, I thought it was from the passerby. It was from his wife from her house. And he had made it home. He had somehow got from the accident to his house. I I, I heard his. And somebody took him, him out of the him. car. Yeah. Took him home. Are you certain? That's what happened. Yes, it's all here. And I, you know, I did my research. So hold on one second. Okay. Hold on one second. So here is the nine one one call. Do you want? Do you want me to start? Sure. Okay. So here is the nine one one call that came through. So here we go. You're sure this is his wife? I'm positive. Hold on one second. Nine one one calls released by police are shedding Oh. This morning, four days after the accident, police sources familiar with the matter tell NBC News the investigation remains ongoing after a late night ride involving one of Hollywood's biggest stars. He was in a car accident earlier tonight, or what happened? Yes, earlier tonight. I don't know what happened. This is wife? Not at all. At 2.15 a.m., hours after the crash, a woman identified herself as Kevin Hart's wife I didn't hear this. This is what I heard. Residence to get medical attention. 
The initial police report also saying alcohol was not a factor in the crash. Hart is expected to make a full recovery after undergoing back surgery. Kevin Hart's recovery is already completed. Oh, snap. So, and to, to compound matters, the vehicle... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, okay. The vehicle in question is a modified vehicle that doesn't have a back seat. Really? Yes. So it means there are three people in a car, and from apparently there's no injuries to the woman. I'm going to just say this. I don't know. And something, you know, because <laughs> I don't say. ever, because I, I told you how I felt. You see my text that I sent you? I, you know. So, I, But I, be, until it all comes out, I would just say this. Something doesn't seem right. Something seems very wrong with how this reported. And I know for a fact, I don't know everything, but I know when you're in accidents that are serious like that, you're not supposed to pull people out of cars if you're not a trained professional. You can kill somebody or paralyze somebody. You can seriously, especially seriously. with a back injury, you moving them the wrong way. If definitely he can was add. moved by anyone other than professionals, whatever he might be going through could have been caused by that. Because yeah. so, all I will say, because all I can say is, when this re- information is presented to me, something seems very wrong and weird. So I will not make any assumptions. I will just let everything else come out, but something does not add up here, sir. And I will say that in the most politically correct way that I can. Like I said, all well wishes to Kevin Hart, but this is just a weird report. Because like, like like you said, you didn't even know that no. there was a call from a wife. I never heard the, I, the call I, from the, the wife. Yeah, that's why I thought. I was like, this can't be because the, the one I heard was the second one you played. Right. And that's when the the lady, the guy. There's a longer one, but they kind of took out the parts that matter. There's right. a guy's voice, and then there's the woman's voice. And so, and voice. that's what. And, and the only, but just to, to play devil's advocate, I do know sometimes when you get into accidents, maybe you bang your head. Sometimes you can be a little out of it. Sometimes you, you know, what I'm saying like 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 a lot of times people are like, no, I'm just go home. Let me get about it. Like so, I get it. So maybe that is what happened. All I'm saying is the way that they're reporting it. The, and the thing about it is, is weird. The what is the word? Um, skeptics. Right. So on the internet, there's there's a lot of skeptics, mm-hmm. and the skeptics' biggest issue with this is two things. This is the kind of common thread. If you are seriously hurt, why go home? How do you get home? How is his wife so calm during that? She's probably not calm. She's probably in shock. And secondly, would you go home if you were under the influence of alcohol to let the uh, you know, no, alcohol is your system. Your, yes. So the skeptics on the internet who are loud seem to think that his reason for going home is to because he w- because what they're saying is he yeah. was in fact the driver. His alcohol yeah. level was high. He yes. went home to sober up, so he didn't get a second Dewey. I, you're right. That's what they're saying. Yes. I didn't because say. I feel like the people the people were hard on him the first time. He got mm-hmm. a, uh, he had a DUI um, on the one on one a couple years ago and, and he, almost lost his life in that one. Right. Yeah. So my thing is with these, I, I hate to Assume. rush to judgment. Yes, me too. And I just, I, I hope that's not true. I, I hope he, I, I like Kevin Hart. I, I think he's yeah. funny. Very good. I've, I've he's had the chance to meet him. Work. Oh, you very, very, I met him on Wild and Out years ago. Oh. Years ago. Great guy. Always been nice to me. I've run into him a couple times. Always showed me nothing but love. Got love for that guy. And a fan. But I, I, the way they're reporting the story, man, I don't, I don't know. And you know what's crazy? So the little Nas X thing on uh, okay, so let's HBO. talk about that because that's so so after that. So while he is in the hospital, 
Now, mind and I you, think that's just I mean, co- no. I was just saying that's just coincidental that Coinc- that episode right. airs at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So now, mind you, regardless of whatever the 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 circumstances regarding around this accident, yeah. was, I, his safety is first concern. Paramount. Are you okay? Yeah. That's it. Everything else will work right. itself out in the future. Whatever. Right. As this man is sitting in a hospital recovering from that horrendous accident. His episode of LeBron's show, the the barbershop, came on, mm-hmm. and should we play this? This cl- oh, we'll do it in first? one second. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, we'll go ahead and get to that first. But before we get to that, you know what I'm saying? Because it's got to be like a definitely uh, emphasis. Pl- I was trying to come up with a great. Before change. we get to his, okay. Uh, before we get to the, uh, I'll to- do it. Okay, got it. <laughs> before we get to this, a lot of things about Kevin Hart are memorable. Yes, a lot of things about LeBron's career are memorable. Some things in my life. Are memorable. And I have a lot of memorable, memorable things in my life too, and I want to cherish those things. Like you know, my daughter just moved in with me full time. Yes. I'm looking back at old, you know, back when we were still using Polaroid pictures. I'm like, man, I wonder what I can do to share this because cell phones went around when she was first born. So, and Legacy Box helps you with that. Yes. Uh, when I was great at basketball, even mm. though people don't believe this, there was some videotape footage mm. of some of my great games. I had 26 and 12 against Yelm, <laughs> blocked a shot. <laughs> That's a true story. Right. Okay, you're laughing. 26 and 12? 26 and 12. Okay, your boy, I hit a couple threes. And I wasn't even really a three point shooter like that. <laughs> hit a couple threes, and I used to watch those tapes. You all had the a triple double cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch those tapes all the time because we had a VCR at the right. time. Me and Melissa used to watch them. She's like, enough. No, I ain't enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's my best game, and it was on tape. But what happens is technology moves forward. And you lose those memories. Right. My early days with the Playmakers, we had great plays, but they're on DVD. Or I'm sorry, they're on mini DV, mm-hmm. and, and, and we can't watch them. But Legacy Box is to the rescue. So now we were able to find those old tapes, mm-hmm. at least the Clayton Earl tapes. I'm still looking for the basketball tape. Mm-hmm. Find those old Clayton Earl mini DVs, and we sent them to Legacy Box for them to digitize that old video. And I'm super excited to get it back because I want to show my kids what I used to look like when I was under 200 pounds because that was a long time Mm -hmm. ago. Mm -hmm. A legacy box is the world's largest and most trusted digitizer of home movies and photos. With over a decade of experience, legacy box has been trusted by over 450,000 families to digitally preserve their family's memories. And our our YouTube history goes back 10, 12 years. But Mm -hmm. other than that, we don't really have any home home videos. When we were growing up, we didn't have a luxury of all the time in our home movies in digital format. So a lot of time, them home movies, they go unseen for long periods of time. And Legacy Box is really able to bring those memories back to life. And I can't wait to get mine back. I'm so thankful that these memories are coming back and Legacy Box has taken what I thought was lost and brought it back. So I want you to send in your Legacy Box filled with own home movies and pictures and they'll do the rest. Legacy Box will professionally digitize your moments onto a thumb drive, digital download, or DVD. They'll send you easy to follow instructions and you'll get all your original pre-recorded or your all your original recorded moments back along with perfectly preserved digital copies. There's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. Visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering our listeners an exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com slash RR to get 40% off your first order. Again, that's LegacyBox.com slash RR and save 40% today. Get started preserving your past. Okay. So, back to the lecture at hand. So, as... uh, Kevin Kevin Hart on Lil Nas X coming out. So cool. So, this is what was said on the show. Here we go. Shall I turn it? Mm Mm-hmm. 
success, you felt it was important to make a fire paper or a spray. He said it was gay, so what? Yeah, was well, why did he feel that was necessary? That's actually my question. Why do you feel it was necessary to come and say that? It's not that like it's like being forced. It's just like knowing like growing up, like I'm grown I'm growing up to hate that I'm not supposed to ever like hate what? Hate what? Homosexuality. Gay why? people. Come on now. Why you wanna If you're really from the hood, you know. You like you know like it's it's not some so it's like if for me, the the cool dude with the song on top of everything to say this any other time. Like, I'm doing this for attention in my eyes. But if you're doing this, like, while you're at the top, you know it's, like, for real. And it's, like, showing, like, it doesn't really, like, matter, I guess. Exactly. It doesn't. There it is. Okay. All right. That interaction, however you feel about it. Sorry. Hey, hey, hush, Paul Rivera. That interaction, as that man was sitting in a hospital trying to rest and recuperate from a horrific car accident got him dragged on Twitter. I'm not even going to repeat some in some of the things that people said, but it was sick to hear some of the things that people said. People were wishing death upon him. People were poking fun at the fact that he had an accident. And I, bro, I am starting to, re- like, and I called you, <laughs> we had a call. I would, bro, the, it's, I understand that we live in a different time and a different era and everybody gets a voice to say stuff, but this whole just run to say terrible things to people because they have a different view than you it's, it it makes my stomach hurt you, you know it. what I think I, I, I think the internet is coming for all of us one, one way day. or another <laughs> no matter it's, what it's, you it's do it's inevitable I'm just prepared for the right. day that I get dragged for something I said Th- in the they past. were saying that he was homophobic they were, they were saying that interaction and basically to me I thought he was trying to be accepting of Lil Nas X when he was just saying like so what he's getting like saying like that's 2019 like who cares like it's such a normalized thing that's the interpretation I got from him like, but everybody else was saying it like deal, how did you feel about how he said I'm sorry to make a choice no 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 go ahead how did you feel about what the things that he said in that minute clip I feel like what happened the the so here's the thing framed it, for me it's, it's framed with the up uproar the public uh, uproar public, public outrage outrage outrage, mm-hmm. outrage. Uh, and I think what people were upset with was it's like what I saw mostly was like Kevin Hart. Oh, what, what do you mean for what? Somebody was gay, like because people like you made uh, insensitive slash homophobic jokes ten that, years ago. Ten right. years ago, like and, and Kevin Hart. I mean, everybody knew. knows coming up in the hood, it is it is not as acceptable to be uh, gay in the in the hood as it is in the in Twitter. You know that. You know the way we grew up. That we were not people were not just accepting of gay people, but, not but, the way see, it is the now. Thing, the way we grew up, but this kid, this little Nas X kid, is nineteen. Yeah, dope. The world it, is so much different. You see guys kiss on TV, but also you see kids bully for for being gay and to the point where they kill themselves. Well, That's, no, I, that what people feel like on Twitter is not actual life. And what your actual life is, like Kevin Hart's joke was, if my son was gay, I was I would break a doll box over his head, over yeah. his head. And people were mad about that, right? And the and, and if you're gay, a lot of people were saying like that's that was my life, right. like my family was was like that, and it wasn't like, a joke, and, and it wasn't no a joke, matter. right? So that. so what people are saying is you still you they're still like did you hear this? Are you not familiar with conversion therapy? So conversion therapy was thought to like if you were gay, your parents oh that were, you can be delivered from it. No, that like that you could be converted. They would like a lot of times put like electrodes and like they yes. would like basically shock the gay out of you. Mm-hmm. The dude who started that just said he was gay. <laughs> this was like last week. 
And then you just, so the world is not as progressive as that clip may seem. <laughs> yes, though. The guy that was in charge of conversion of, therapy. Of getting the gay out of you, the well, gay was in him. Yes. I, I just. <laughs> what it seems like here? a something just, out of a Mad TV just, episode. But, like, but do you feel like he deserved to get? Do you feel like Kevin Hart deserved to get dragged on Twitter? Here's what I feel like. When people decided they didn't, I I don't even know if Kevin Hart could have said anything in that moment I feel that like, would have made him look good. I don't even think if he didn't say if he why didn't he say, say nothing, <laughs> he was gonna lose it anyway. The fact that he was in that conversation at all, I don't think there was a right answer for him. Now that answer, it, what people would have preferred him say is something like. I know what that's like because I too used to make people feel like that and I made fun of them and I've learned from my mistakes and I see why people like me made it harder for people like you and I apologize for that and I'm working to not be like that in the future. Who that, talks like that though? That's scripted. But he talks like, like that. You're not thinking I, about that off the top right. of your head. Like you're not thinking I, about I'm a prepared statement that. frame of mind. I'm not saying No, 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 no. no. I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing like they can't possibly expect that to come out of the pocket in that moment. Oh, you can expect it on the but, internet. You can expect whatever the, this you is, well this want. This is the thing that I'm, I find. When they're shooting it, I'm saying like they can't expect him to. Well, I, I see what you're saying. Like people that are coming after him. You can't. You. This is the thing about the internet that we have to accept. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be eating right. Mm -hmm. What did I just eat? Chick-fil-A Chick with, with mac you. and cheese on a sandwich. Mm -hmm. I disappoint me. <laughs> <laughs> My trainer went on vacation this week. And I was like, so oh, you're your going stomach. to Mexico? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to that gym. I go eat. I had McDonald's for breakfast on Tuesday. I came in. Josh and Serena were in there. I was like, don't look at me. I'm ashamed of myself. Pull the hash brown okay. and the out. I, I like, had Chick-fil-A yesterday. Pull some M&Ms out of your bra. Yeah, I've been doing everything but what I'm supposed to be doing. I was in the gym today. I finally got my act together. And I was like, Chick-fil-A for lunch. <laughs> so I disappoint myself. Right. In the internet, there's literally millions of users on, right. these, on these things. It billions. Billions. 150 million, I think, active Facebook users, hundreds of millions. You are not going to impress everybody. Everything you do, you say is going to offend people. If you offended somebody from stuff you did 10 years ago, some of those people are Kevin Hart. There's nothing he can do ever. They will never, ever forgive see, him, ever, never. Change behavior every, is the only thing the, you can show. See, okay, okay, let me, let me cut you for two seconds. This is the thing that I, I don't like about this. Oh, God. I'm just playing. Okay. Just this thing that I hate about this. He made those comments. 10 years ago about the dollhouse the son he apologized 10 years ago 10 years later he had to lose a gig no well here's the thing because he wouldn't that. apologize yeah. again but, and he had no other homophobic things happening at 10 year span it's like okay i get it he, i'm not i'm not excusing what he did he was wrong he said sorry Let's move on. Why are, why are we still holding this to him like he has a history of being like this? And even in that clip, he just seemed genuinely confused by what little Nas was saying. And I think that sometimes just because you don't understand somebody doesn't mean you're being rude to them or disrespectful. Maybe you just don't understand. You're trying to get a clear understanding. That's what it felt like he was trying to do. Like, And that's really what the vibe of the show is in a barbershop. You get to freely talk with, amongst bros. And, Have you been in a barbershop? Yes. Oh. Listen, I follow some gay people. Okay on Twitter, some grew up in church and all that. Mm -hmm. They say, man, they hate the barbershop. Really? A lot, they be like, man, you think, the, the barbershop is one dude I follow, who I didn't know was gay at the beginning, his dad is a pastor and stuff. He was like, man, if you are gay, the barbershop is terrifying. 
He was like, the most homophobic statements come out there. He'd be like, I don't even be trying to be gay in the barbershop. I'd be trying to act straight, do push-ups and stuff. But see, I never, I mean, I've been going to the barbershop since I was maybe four years. I don't necessarily remember overly Yeah, because you, gay that's critical, not but, you. Right, right, right. It's not going to trigger you because it's not, you know how much wild, dumb stuff you've heard in the barbershop? Just on anything. Yeah. I'm right. talking about yeah, conspiracy right. yeah, theory. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, the stuff in the barbershop, I'm you're like, right, man, y'all right. are crazy. And I, and, and I did grow up in an era where people, gay people did used to get made fun I'm gonna of and bullied and stuff. So I get it. I understand. What's Bernie Mac's greatest set to you? Um, The one about, the, well, I mean, I like a lot of it. Well, Kings my, of Comedy. King, no, actually, my favorite one was his, his first step comedy jam. But I know what you're talking about. We were talking okay. about beating the sun. I, I get you. Yeah. I watched that when it came out, him mm -hmm. downstairs. Mm -hmm. That whole set, at the time, nothing in my mind was triggered right. at all. I didn't even think of it when he said the F word about the kid. Mm -hmm. Didn't even cross my mind. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is, I was 16 at the time, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. That clip went viral on the internet a couple months ago. I was like, you said that, Bernie? At the time, that was completely acceptable. When I was in the barbershop, people talked like that. Yeah, and It they was did. in rap yeah, music. Right. It's still in rap music. It Rick is. Ross still be talking like that. Yeah. And you, we, we be rap, well, not me personally, because I, I really don't buy that much rap, by the way. That's I, not a surprising thing. I know, but like, people are like, that new Ross is fire. I'll be like, mm, I'm listening to Snow Allegra. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. But that has been a part of culture for a long time. I, I just feel like we, at some point, we have to be able to let people make mistakes and just get like my I, I think that I agree so with you. Like, you know, I'm 40. I'm 40. I, I just know. turned 40. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I seen several. I seen maybe saw. 20 to 30 seen. 22, 30 tweets wishing death upon that man. I've seen. Saw. I, I saw. Seen. I, don't know. I have seen or I saw. I I saw. Saw you're right. Okay. About 20, 30 tweets of people wishing death against that man for some things that he said and whether you, you know, for some things he said. You know, I'm 40 years old. I've never wished death upon anybody. Mm -hmm. So I, that's the thing that is more concerning to me is where are we at as a society? Like, why, why are we so mean to people? I don't think that... Here's my thing, and this, I don't know if this is whatever. Okay. I don't think we've changed that much. I just think we're more aware of how people think. When Jackie Robinson was um, helping integrate baseball, mm -hmm. he got death threats at the field. He got death threats written. Right. Like back then, you just wrote the letters in. Mm -hmm. All we have now because of technology is we, the unintended recipients, get to see the accusations. Right. I don't think people are necessarily worse now. Mm -hmm. They felt that way forever. It's just, now it's just more access to it. Now we get to see it because That's of social very media. very interesting. Yeah, people haven't gotten... Bro, when they used to do lynchings, people used to pull up to lynchings and take pictures. They had picnics. They used to cut the bodies up and take fingers home as souvenirs. Like, it was a party. Whoa, a lynching. Whoa, whoa. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Lynchings in the South during slavery, post-slavery, they, if you see old pictures, it was like whole town's affair. They, they was, used to kill a black person yes. and people would take home fingers as Cut their fingers off as souvenirs. It was like a whole town thing. Like that is, you, you, you would I, be surprised. So I don't think we I necessarily- I never knew that. Yeah, I, I knew think, about slavery, I knew different. I didn't know that they would 
Yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. like a take home souvenirs. Take home souvenirs. Woo. They would shoot the body. They'd cut the baby out of pregnant bellies of people who were lynched. They'd cut the baby out, step on the baby's head. Like we've been trashed since the beginning of time. Right. We will continue. We destroying the earth that we live on. Yeah, I'm part of the problem. The whole plastic straw thing. Every time they bring me a paper straw, I'm like, I hate. I look, look, listen. I love turtles. Do hate, you? I hate purple. I, I hate paper straws. <laughs> They always die in the middle. They ruin the drink. The paper straws at the party, though, are really good. Okay, so well, I mean, so I, I, I just don't, I, I, I don't, I, I feel like there was nothing he could have said that people would have been like, cool, like you said. No. Even, if, even if he would have said, but this is another thing I'm thinking about. Being that this is the way it is, and they know he just came fresh off of the thing, with the, if nobody has the wherewithal that's producing the show, like, maybe this, no. we shouldn't have him. Be, I think that clip was out before the accident. No, the clip just came out. No, I saw that. I'm pretty sure no, I saw that clip. No, but the clip, clip. Well, I'm saying it came out after all the him losing the job for the Emmys because of the homophobic stuff. The little Nas X clip? Yeah, it, it just came out recently. Well, I thought you were talking about the accident. No, 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 no. I was, I, I, was talking, I was talking about the fact of him getting dragged on Twitter because of what he said. What does that have to do with the homophobic tweet from 20 years ago? I don't know. I just lost my own train of thought. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I had a good. I had a really, really solid point too. Let's move right along. Speaking of New York undercover, um, Malik Yoba has just come out. Man, do you still have that video? Yes. Pull the video up. Well, actually, to preface the video, he 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 was like he was trans attracted. You want to tell me what he said? Yes. Okay. So if you don't know, Malik Yoba, star of a show back in the day called um, New York Undercover, Undercover. Um, he came out recently and said that he um, has an affinity towards trans women. He said, I'm going to read it. This is is the direct quote. His name was Maurice, Reese Willoughby, a 20-year-old baby who killed himself from an apartment drug, a parent drug overdose after his girlfriend left him due to abuse. Clearly, as evidence in this video, this young man was confident in his choice to love who he loved, but the uninformed young men around him haven't been taught by us that love it that love is love and acceptance of trans love is okay, and bullying has nothing to do with masculinity or heterosexual behavior. Ultimately, his mental and emotional health was not intact enough, and the fragility of his life, as he saw it, was too much to bear. Oftentimes, this type of shame can, and ridicule can lead to murders of women murders of women of the trans experience not okay clearly he didn't get the support of his peers who think that toxicity equals masculinity and humanity that being a real man means we we must disrespect and demean those that find themselves attracted to women of the trans experience the fact that he was trans attracted presumably meant oh this is long i didn't realize it was this long okay presumably meant that he had no safe place to go to find the support he needed to learn to navigate love of a woman of the trans experience in a world that constantly tells you you're wrong. Trans people de- deserve love and respect as do those of us that love them. I love all women and count myself among those that find themselves trans attracted. And I too have felt this self-imposed shame that comes with that truth, but it's time to speak up. It's not about genitalia or sex, but about attraction to the soul and humanity of an individual and often the beauty that is in the courage and conviction to live one's truth. As a self-identified cis heterosexual man, I am too learning what it means to be trans attracted. Many of us famous and otherwise that have struggled with accepting our attraction, so we do nothing. This must change. Prayer hands. Now cue up the freestyle, because this is what I have a problem with. <laughs> with, all, with, with all that said. With all so that, that, was that being said. 
and up the freestyle. He doubled down and said this. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, you got to run that back. Okay, hold run on. it back. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you got to see this. No matter what, you must begin where it begins again. At the beginning, I told you there was the word, and the word said we will love, and we will love each other. No matter what, you my sister, my brother, whether you be a trans man or a trans one man, I do not know. If you do not understand, yes, this is a freestyle. I'm feeling kind of wild off the top of my dome in somebody else's home. Leave me alone. Someone else's home. Put your words and your comments in the shit you don't. Throw up on the dome. As I think about it daily, made me move deeper and deeper into my warrior spirit. Here I come. You're going to see it and you're going to hear it. You're going to fear it if you don't understand it. Lean into it so you understand it. See, because all of this is just the way God planned it. You the one that's confused. You the one that's going to... <laughs> Like that, that little freestyle. Now I'm mad at the little. The, I'm mad at the arrogant chuckle at the end, like he did something. <laughs> nah, this nah. is why Eddie died in New York. <laughs> this is why they blew up his car <laughs> because Malik Yoba was doing that Bruh. on a lunch listen, break on the side listen. of the set, and somebody was like, "Somebody has to die." For now me. listen, this is this is this is my my this is my opinion. On the whole thing. As far as whoever. He's attracted to man. I'm like, love who you love. That's cool. I ain't really and hate what I hate, which right. is your freestyle. I, I discriminate against that freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> that was trash, man. You ain't gonna make it on the Wonder Years with that. Yo, why he say this? That was he trash. Should have taken the time to no, write man. his no. slam poem down, bro. I'm like, cause that. He said, then the end. He into it. <laughs> no. Woo! I don't know if that if that swag matched the the bars. Talk about a stinkeroni! Oh my god, that so, was a bizhalmal. Yeah, and so like now it's so I, I guess I was just more, and you know like I like you know I I'll be saying how I feel. I guess I was just more. I didn't understand like what, why? I mean, I understood in the context of what he was saying and all the stuff that he said before, you know, unfortunately young, young man lost his life. I understand that. So do you think that him saying me, I'm Malik Yoba, I am attracted to women of trans and I am like, it, it, do you think that that was like an attempt to show support? Like, I just don't understand. Like if that's what you're attracted to, I get it, but well, now, I just didn't understand the announcement. It came out that a 13 year old trans woman said that he, slept with that person while they were under age and others so at per yeah at first it looked like he was just being one of the first celebrities to openly admit they're trans attracted mm -hmm. now it looks like he was trying to get ahead of what might be what might be coming on this ah i i I'm gonna just, let me just bash this freestyle. I don't like the bars. I don't. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know about that. I don't. That's just. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how we're gonna go ahead and fill on it. But this is what I did want to talk about. How much time I got left, Joshy? I gotta go to the eye doctor right, in minute? twelve minutes. All right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's let's let's. Okay, we talked about it now. I feel like we've talked about everything but ourselves today. All right, me and Kevin are officially both parents of teenagers. How are you? Kevin has a thirteen-year-old son. You know, name's AJ. I have a thirteen-year-old daughter named Kiara. Is about to be fourteen on September twenty-sixth. How do you? How do you feel, man, that you're now the same baby boy that used to fit on this part of your arm, because Kiara did too, is now 13 and his voice is changing? I don't think we have enough time. To we you want, maybe we should just have another, because we have to, yeah, we can't 12 minutes. I don't, I can't. Because I have so much to say yeah, about I, raising a young girl that's so, I wasn't, 
Yeah. Even per- okay, let's let's, let's say let's that. Save let's that, that for the next episode. Okay, keep okay. that on the docket. Let's keep that. Okay. You can't just throw that in at the end with like some coleslaw. Okay. Let's talk about. Okay. Let's talk about. Okay. I gotta go to the doctor, man. He just said it. Twelve man. minutes. Oh, I thought you said we had twelve more minutes. No, I have to be there. Oh, in let's wrap this up now. Yeah. Oh, thank y'all my for tuning eyes, in. My headlights. What if okay. he goes? That light is blurry. This okay. Is blurry. It shouldn't be blurry, man. I'm blurred out. Let him go to the doctor. Okay. Well, thank you guys for another. Dope episode of Righteous and Ratchet. I have been your host, Doughboy. I've been Kevin Allen Fredericks. And we will see you guys next week. Peace. But right. the Bright Pack will see you later this week. Okay, I don't want to wish I didn't say that. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye, bye. Righteous and Ratchet and Righteous and Ratchet. God knows I wanna be righteous, but at times I get a little ratchet. So if you're trying to find that fine line, dope boy and careful stage, gonna make it happen. Yep, we ain't never do no capping. Are we gonna talk about them back? Vices and factions, like us and back it. Righteous and ratchet. Hey, shout out to the right back. Hey, for you, we bring it right back. Hey, $5 Patreon, yep. You can skip the wait line, yep. Yeah, ain't got the five, yeah, ain't got the lock. Kevin Collin Jesus on the main line. Life is hard, so go ahead and party hard. Get your weekly dose of R&R, hey.